1: At Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my friend Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. I procrastinated about doing my estate plan and my living will for a long time. And listen, I'm in my 50s, and you never know what can happen. And I procrastinated for a lo- about it for a long time. And I'm like, you know what? I better do something about it. And, and I talked to a lot of different attorneys, and I finally said, you know what? Dan feels like the right fit for me. He was patient, experienced. Explained everything. My fiance worked with him as well. And you know, once the process was over, I felt this great sense of relief that, you know, if something does happen, if Andrew gets upset with, you know, one of my takes on one of the Broncos quarterbacks, and God forbid something happens and I'm not breathing anymore, what? At least I know my kids are taken care of. That's what's important to me. Just in case Mace goes mental. With that, go to the McKenzieFirm.com. That's McKenzieFirm.com. Time now for the buzz the buzz is presented by rocky mountain forest products where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public go to rocky mountain forest products in wheat ridge or go to rmfp.com i don't know if this is a case of COVID or not with everything kind of being you know moved around on the calendar but i cannot remember in sports history Over three days, you have the start of NHL free agency, the NBA draft the next day, and then the Major League Baseball trading deadline the following day, all the while NFL training camp has just started. It's just kind of one of the last effects of COVID on the schedule, which will probably get back to normal here in the next 12 months. But this is kind of the end of COVID the COVID alterations in the schedule. And and as I said before, there are other stations in town that are going to talk, you know, Broncos training camp all the time, and I get it, but listen, Max Scherzer is about to get traded. That's a huge story. We will talk about that later on in the show. Peter McNabb is going to come on the show later on in the program to talk about the big moves with the Avalanche. And right now, thrilled to bring in Mike Singer of the Denver Post. Uh, covers the Nuggets, and boy, timely to have you on right now, because you and I talked about this about an hour and a half ago. I said to you, hey, Mike, there are rumblings that Russell Westbrook could be going to the Lakers, and you said there was another report that Buddy Heald could be going to the Lakers, basically with the same package from the Lakers going to Sacramento or either Washington. Now it looks like it's going to be with the Wizards, and Westbrook is going to L.A. How does that affect the landscape of the NBA, and how could this potentially affect the Nuggets if Bradley Beal says, you know what, I've had it, move me?
0: Man, there, there, there's a lot to unpack there, but I'll start with this. I think most people around the NBA, when the initial report came out from ESPN that uh, the Lakers were involved in a deal with the Kings to send Buddy Heald the Lakers, I think that ultimately that was more scary than the idea of Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers to pair with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. The reason I say that is because there is not going to be any room on that floor uh, for LeBron James to operate, and Russell Westbrook's going to get his 17-18 shots a game, uh, dominate the ball, and I can almost envision them butting heads already uh, if that trade does indeed happen. Um, As it pertains to the Nuggets, like we talked about, there was a two-week span this year where they thought they were championship contenders. And now, uh, in the wake of Jamal Murray's ACL tear, uh, everything's kind of cloudy. Everything's kind of cloudy until he comes back um, probably around March or April. Um, So I can't say how it affects the Nuggets in terms of what their ceiling is. They are trying to operate, um, you know, kind of as if everything's normal. They are trying to bring back a lot of their guys. They are, uh, in my opinion, likely going to try to get a shooting guard in tonight's draft to try to supplement their backcourt that got exposed in the postseason. So there's a ton of moving parts. You know, when you when you listed off the schedule of all the sporting events, you failed to mention that NBA free agency is two days after all of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So so uh, you know, I got to defend my turf a little bit. Um, no. I didn't, I didn't mean I didn't mean here.
1: to leave you out in the cold, Mike. I didn't mean to leave you <laughs> out. It's,
0: it's all good. It's hot as hell. There's nobody being left out in the cold. Um, there you go. I, I, I'm all good. But, um, yeah, so it's going to be a crazy night. It's going to be a crazy three, four days um, covering the Nuggets. Uh, so, yeah, that would be my initial reaction to the moves, uh preceding the draft tonight.
1: And a lot of times when those of us who don't cover the Nuggets every day like you do, a lot of times the notion of oh, title window, championship window comes up, if – the Lakers make this move. Yes, it could be kind of a, a chemistry disaster, like you, like you alluded to. But if the Lakers do make this move, and with the Jamal Murray's injury hanging over, do the Nuggets need to think less about championship window in the moment and more about kind of maybe a year or two beyond?
0: I don't think so, because frankly, they only have one more year. Uh, as you know, as the roster looks right now of Aaron Gordon, that was their big deal. Uh, last season, I'm not saying Aaron Gordon's a world beater, and I'm not saying Aaron Gordon uh, changed their trajectory uh, this past postseason. Frankly, had an underwhelming postseason. Um, but just because moves happen, you know, uh, that doesn't mean that you don't continue to go for it. You give yourself the best opportunity. I mean, the Suns came out of nowhere this year. The Jazz came out of nowhere. Um, Milwaukee, they hadn't achieved what they did. So I, I don't think just because. Uh, one team is loading up, and again, I think teams were more, it was kind of an exhale when it wasn't healed and it was more Westbrook. Um, to me, I think the Nuggets are operating, like I said, as normal. I think they want to try to bring back Will Barton um, and, and you know, then try to re-sign Jermichael Green, as I've reported. Those two things, I, I think there's a decent chance that are going to happen. Um, and then they're not going to have a lot of room to operate just because of salary cap constraints. But this is still a really good team with a rating MVP um, and a rising superstar in Michael Porter. And, uh, you know, the Nuggets would be foolish to waste one of the, those years of an MVP in his prime and Michael Porter kind of rising to that all-star caliber level. Um, so I do not envision them just punting on this season. I think they're going to go forward in some capacity and hope that Jamal Murray returns and is able to contribute when he does return.
1: We're talking with Mike Singer of the Denver Post. We don't have time to go back and forth, but I'll respectfully disagree with Westbrook on this front. Nobody thought James Harden could fit in with Irving and Durant. He is one of the most selfish guys out there, not a good teammate from everything I read in Houston, okay, and he fit in just fine. He found a way. I think Westbrook will find a way playing with LeBron, don't you? You don't? Or do you? No, no. I mean, that's a good point. Chance to win a title.
0: That that's exactly it. Is as players get older in their careers, right. you you kind of start to consider, man, do I need to take my foot off the gas a right. little bit? Do I need to rely on some other guys? So, I mean, it's definitely intriguing and it definitely adds a new skill set. And I think Russell Westbrook is absolutely an upgrade from Kyle Kuzma yeah. and Montrezl Harrell, right. which is kind of in the aggregate what we're looking at. But if you're comparing the deals, I just like the idea of adding this knockdown three-point shooter uh, in Buddy Heald so that you can space the floor for your two bigs. But, I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. They are consolidating uh, their star power. They're going to be pretty top-heavy. They'll be good in transition. Um, But let's also talk about health status. Like, Russell Westbrook's not necessarily known for staying healthy. Right. Um, And and LeBron is getting up there in age, too. So, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to it. I think, obviously, the Lakers will be in contention. We'll see what happens with Golden State tonight. But there are going to be a few teams in the West that are going to start mounting up, um, you know, those standings and, and try to contend for home court advantage, like I'm sure the Nuggets expect to do heading into next season as well.
1: Did not expect this news about an hour ago, brought you on to talk about the draft. So you're going to need someone to fill the void of Jamal Murray as a shooter. There has been talk. I've seen reports. Tim Conley might be interested in moving up. Is there somebody as a rookie who can step in immediately and shoot well? Because looking at the Nuggets' history, outside, really, of Jamal Murray, outside they usually like to take their draft picks and put them on the shelf and then microwave when necessary. I don't know if that's going to be able to be the case for this year.
0: That's funny. They do have a, a, a track record of picking guys a year early, right. um, and that's partly because Michael Malone doesn't necessarily like to rely on rookies, and so he likes to get them into the system, have them learn the plays, have them you know dedicate themselves in the gym for a year, and then maybe get a shot. So, I would expect something like that to happen with Zeke Nagia, you know, first round pick last year um, at that forward spot. I think that there's a number of shooters who are going to be available for them if they stay at 26. I know that there's been reports about the Nuggets trying to move up. I'm pretty suspect of that. I think the only way that they move up is if it's a substantial jump. I don't think there's any reason for them to move, say, four or five, six spots because there is a glut of guards. Um, and guards who can contribute immediately if they stay at twenty six. The guys I'm referring to: Miles McBride from West Virginia. Um, he's only about six three, but has about a six nine wingspan. Can shoot the lights out. Plays crazy on ball defense. Trey Mann from Florida. Good size, six foot four. Can stretch the floor. Um, there's Josh Christopher from Arizona State uh, who can score with the best of them, and and, and Bones Highland from uh, VCU. I know that, you know, kind of just auditing the roster, where are they the weakest? They are the weakest in the backcourt, as we saw in that Phoenix series. So I think that there's going to be a number of options. And your guy, Quentin Grimes, good guy, knockdown shooter for yep. Houston, um, he might be there too. So as it stands right now, the Nuggets don't have a second-round pick. I'm curious whether they would move back into the second round if they saw someone dropping who they liked. Um, but listen, this is the, this is kind of Tim Connolly's bread and butter. Yep. The, the steals that he has found on draft night are still on the roster. I mean, they're littered: Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., Monte Morris, deep in the second round. Like this is where the Nuggets make hay. Um, so again, I'm not going to be shocked if they try to get back in the second round because they have their eye on somebody. They love scouting um, and they trust and they trust their opinion of guys, and they frankly have a very good track record.
1: All right, well, listen, thank you for your time. I'm going to put out a big tease for you. You know who Marcus Thompson is? I'm guessing you have met him more than a few times? Yeah. He just put out a big story on Bradley Beal, but I'm not going to talk to you about it. I'm going to tease it for the next segment. How do you like that?
0: That's great, and my gut is that he says that Bradley Beal is not going anywhere.
1: I'm not going to say anything because if I answer your question Mike, this is listen, this isn't the newspaper business where we where we bury the lead here. Okay, got it. Got it. uh, Newspaper stuff, which I know you're smarter than I am, a better writer and far better looking. I know what I'm doing in radio that I have to be able to tease this correctly.
0: You're way smarter than I am in this medium. So uh, I'll I'll let you do your thing.
1: Mike, thank you for your time. Uh, You are going to be one busy guy with the draft and then free agency. We look forward to having you on the show again.
0: Thanks so much. Have a good one, guys. See
1: you, man. All right. So there is some big news uh, potentially by Bradley Beal. We will talk about it in the next segment. And what is the deal with Trevor Story? Some word, some thoughts about him going to the Yankees. Well, the Yankees just made a big move that could keep Trevor Story here because the Yankees might not be shopping anymore. Who did the Yankees pick up at the trade deadline? That's next.